0: Well, good evening. good evening. Why do I feel like I drew the short straw having to preach on that gospel? <laughs> there's not a lot of joy in it. It's kind of depressing and even scary. But I'll get to that in just a minute. First I want to lay out for you the structure of that reading, that gospel reading. Jesus talks of there's two parts of it and he's talking about two different things. He's first talking about the destruction of the temple and of Jerusalem. And we know that that happens in the year 70. The second part, he's talking about the end of the world. That's the part where he tells us, these are the things that are gonna happen before the end. This is what you need to do, this is what you don't need to do. Now we can look at that list of things that Jesus gave us that that are gonna happen And we can look at our world and say, wow, a lot of that's going on right now. But in fact, every generation could and did say that. The fact of the matter is, we don't know when the end is coming. No one knows when the end is coming. And the people that profess that they do know that are the false prophets that Jesus is talking about in there. All we know is there will be an end, and the Father's the only one that knows when that's going to happen. So what do we do about that? Well, first, if we look at our world now, and we see a lot of troublesome things, mostly through the news and the media, that's, we, we get bombarded with that all day long. But if we peel that back, and we look at our world, it's a beautiful world. It's an amazing world and God gifted it to us. And it's filled with beautiful people. And none of us want to see that end, let's face it. But one day it will end and one day our lives will end. So again, what do we do about that? To answer that question, we have to look at the second reading. Paul sent a letter to the Thessalonians and there were small um, Christian community. There were many Christian communities around at that time, the beginning of the church, and especially the Thessalonians. But other communities thought this too. They thought when Jesus ascended into heaven, the world was going to end immediately. That was the belief. So they were living their lives like that. They had stopped working. They had stopped doing whatever they were doing. The attitude was, if I'm going to die tomorrow, why do all these things? So Paul is admonishing them. He's saying, no, you have to live your life. You have to do what God put you here to do. You've got a job. Do it. That's the same message that we get today. That's the same message we should hear about what are we to do about the end, our end. Each of us have been put on this earth for a particular reason. Each of us have been given certain gifts and talents that are unique to us, and all our loving Father asks us to do is to use those gifts and talents to serve one another and to build up his kingdom on earth and to return them to him with increase. Now, I'd like to talk a little bit about that, because sometimes, I, quite often, I run into people, two types, one, they don't know what their gifts and talents are. And number two, if they know what it is, they're not sure how to use that to serve other people. If you fall into either one of those categories, please give me a call. We'll sit down and we'll figure it out together. I promise. So let me give you a couple of examples of what I'm talking about. I was talking to a uh, group of seniors, high school seniors one time. And we were talking about our gifts and our talents. And I asked one boy, I said, what's, what's your gift, what's your talent? He says, I'm really good at soccer. Great. I said, how can you use that to serve other people? He said, well, I can play a good game and entertain people. I said, certainly, that's great. But let's think about this. Is there that little boy down at the end of the block that you could teach some soccer skills to? He says, yeah, as a matter of fact, there is. Another person came to me one time. And it was a woman and she, she was trying to figure out what her gifts and talents were. So we went through all the things that she enjoyed doing and stuff like that. She loved to cook, and she loved to sew. So we thought about that. What, how could she do that? So what happened is there's was a, a, an elderly person that lives on her block, lives alone, so once every couple of weeks she cooks a meal for her, goes down and sits with her and talks. The other part, she goes around to nursing homes and mends the clothing of the, the patients and talks to them. She's using both her gifts to serve. Finally, the other day I had a uh, woman come into my office and she said, my parents are down in Naples and they're homebound. And somebody from the church down there has been visiting them regularly and bringing communion to them. And I can't tell you how moved they are by that and how touched they are by that. She says, I want to do that here. My dear friends, As I said, we all have gifts and talents, and that's what we're called to do before our end, is to use those gifts and talents to serve others. And hopefully if we do, we can stand in front of our loving Father, and he says those words we want to hear. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Amen.